Shalom, all praises, glory, and honor to Yahweh, Bashem, Yahweh Shai. Heavenly Father's name is Yahweh, which means he exists. Bashem, which means in the name. Yahweh Shai, which means he is the deliverer who the world ignorantly calls Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father have given us this truth through the Rakakwadash, which is the Holy Spirit. And we thank Yahweh Bashem, Yahweh Shai, for his tender mercies. Peace and blessings to the elect and the remnant which consists of the so-called Negroes, Latinos, Native Americans, as well as the Israelites who look like all the different nations. But your lineage go back to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Peace and blessings. Shalom to the family, the water, to the brothers and the sisters out there that's donating uh, to the $5 drive. If you haven't uh, participated, uh, definitely, uh, um, if it's within your means, cash app, a dollar sign, a new song is sung. Uh, to further this ministry, you know, the Lord is actually speeding up the process of our people waking up. You know, spiritually, we can see with all the current events, you had the whole situation with Ye exposing the, the wickedness of, you know, from the music industry and the fashion industry and Hollywood and mainly speaking on who the true Jews are. That opened up the floodgates. And then you had the brother, uh, Kyrie Irving, the basketball player, played for the Brooklyn Nets. He uh, posted a documentary uh, about uh, Hebrew, Hebrews to Negroes. And now with the backlash going on with that, they're trying to cancel uh, uh, our people for researching our own history. And what's happening is it's actually backfiring to those that want to silence this truth. Now people are like, they're like, okay, now we need to find out what's going on. You know, I, I saw online a, a sister had, um, you know, basically showed a screenshot of her ordering the film. And she like, okay, I want to see what all of this is about. That's how it starts. That's how this truth is manifesting throughout the four corners of the earth. Uh, the gospel shall be preached and then the end shall come. And there are steps, you know. You have to know who you are. You got to know your identity because our people are suffering from a lack of identity, you know, an identity crisis. These people are identity. Um, I'm talking about the Amalekites. These people have stolen our identity. You know, you, you, you uh, hear all the time about identity theft. People, they get their identities uh, stolen, their vital information, you know, their like their social security number and and uh, all the other stuff that comes with, you know, your your um, your information, your personal information. Well, these people, these Amalekites, these people that call themselves Jewish, they have taken on our identity. So they have been uh, going around for for hundreds of years, claiming to be us. And so now you have a, a, a large segment of our people that don't know who they are. They just think they're black Americans, African Americans, colored Negroes. Um, some of them think they're Egyptians. You know, you got Jakes out there that, that actually think they're, uh, you know, from uh, Egypt, you know, meaning that they, they are from the line of the pharaohs and all of that. No, we were in captivity in Egypt. Just like how we built uh, America, the modern Egypt, you look on the back of your dollar bill, 
It's an Egyptian pyramid. So just like how we built up America through slavery, because slavery is nothing new to the so-called Negroes. There were six other slaveries, you know? So we were slaves in the land of Egypt. And the Bible tells us that there's nothing new under the sun. See, everything is parallel. Just like the things that happened in the past, they're happening in the present. And you can read in the Bible, that's, that's why we're able to kind of go into some of these events and we can, we can see exactly what's happening because it's in the Word. How they're treating us here in America is how they treated us in Egypt. You know, we were oppressed. You had um, uh, people uh, in the Egyptian culture, you know, the Pharaoh and, and the people, they were putting hell on the Israelites. The Israelites was in captivity. The Israelites, uh, before they was enslaved, they went into the land of Egypt, 70 souls, walked in the land of Egypt and, and was within the Egyptian culture, you know, in society. They, you know, they're separate people. We were separate people, but we were in, you know, we were in their culture. You know, we worked, you know, we had businesses and so forth, just like here in America. You know, and what ended up happening was the Israelites began to multiply to the point where the Egyptians, they became fearful because, you know, it was an overgrowth in population. So the Pharaoh conspired with his people a method of uh, population control. That's what Ye is talking about. He's talking about Planned Parenthood and the modern Egypt. The modern Egypt, which is America, Babylon, the great spiritually Sodom in Egypt. The brothers spoke about how the greatest uh, risks or the, the, uh, the most amount of deaths in, a, in the black community or Negro community is through abortions. You know, the most unsafe place for a, a black child is in the mother's womb because of the mindset, the propaganda, and all the schemes and the tactics and the snares and the social engineering to get our people to abort their babies. You had the one uh, rapper, female rapper, twerking in front of a Planned Parenthood, talking about killing her own children, man, her own unborn children. That is a sick mindset, man. No other, no other nation of people uh, think like that. And the reason why, because these people have used, again, social engineering, and they have, plot, they have continued to plot against us since we uh, were on those slave ships. Psychological warfare. So that's why the brother was really going into the Holocaust. It is a Holocaust. Planned Parenthood is at the forefront of the Negro Holocaust. The millions of babies that are aborted each year. And it's not uh, talked about in a Negro community, black community, because uh, the politicians and the leaders, the pastors, all of the, you know, the important people, the gatekeepers and all of that, 
they basically uh, are being paid to turn a, a blind's eye. And it's been that way since they created um, that organization through what's known as the Negro Project. So I got this book, um, and I, I read segments of it before. I'm going to have to really read it, you know, like just... Just take to take some time and just really read the whole thing. I, I must admit, I, I started reading it and I had to put it down because I was so disgusted. Like, like just how you know to these people, our lives mean nothing, and even our own people think that way. Yeah, the a brother, uh, a rapper from uh, the Migos, who shot and killed. You know, and they're saying it was over a dice game in Houston. You know it was no other nation other than a so-called Negro that killed their own, man. So in order for these nations to respect us, we have to, we have to respect ourselves. And, it, and uh, one thing I notice more and more is that a lot of our people, they don't want to take accountability but I'm starting to see, slowly but surely, when I see the, the comments, when, when our people complain about different events, you know, that directly affect us, a lot of our people are saying, hey, we, we got to take accountability. You know, we have, to, we have to repent. We have to come back to the Heavenly Father's law, statutes, and commandments. We have to have charity, mercy, faith. Long suffering, being patient, all the things that it's going to take for you to be able to get along with your brothers and your sisters. Yahweh Shai, he always spoke about brotherly love, charity. The greatest act of charity or love is, is one, uh, there's no fear in perfect love. And then uh, the greatest love is a man to lay down his life for his friend. How Yah how Yahushai laid down his life for us, that is the ultimate act of love. It is such a selfless uh, thing to do that you would actually um, you know offer your life for for your brothers or your sisters, you know, and that's what the Lord did. That's the only way we're able to be. Uh, Lord's will redeemed and saved because the only way that you can um, atone for sin is through blood, you know, the shedding of blood. So Yahweh Shai, he had to shed his blood on that cross. You know, before um, the Messiah, the Israelites, they had to do animal sacrifices, you know, Israel had to make a sin offering. The priest would sacrifice an animal, you know, and that that blood of that, you know, goat or lamb or whatever, whatever other, you know, sacrifice was being used, the blood had to be shed. So because Israel broke the covenant, we broke the covenant. We broke our contract. The Lord punished us, and rightfully so. He brought us right back into captivity. 
very cut and dry. The Lord's like, okay, you keep my commandments, you're going to be blessed. You're going to be over all these nations and nobody going to be able to do anything against you because I'm with you. But if you don't, I'm going to send your enemies against you and you're going to be, you know, basically uh, oppressed. And that's why we're in this condition now. That's why we're, you know, uh, the last in line. But the Lord, he's he's setting us in order before the nation's eyes. And these nations, man, they they're losing it. They're losing it, man. You got now <laughs> I was I was watching online. You got Amalekites, uh, Jewish people, and I'm talking about the Hasidic Jews. They're making a diss track about yay. And they're actually rapping, man, like this Amalekite was rapping. And I'm like, this, it don't even look right, man. Like, like, our people don't know how influential they are. We just read uh, in the scriptures the last lesson how one man is going to be able to chase a thousand. That's the kind of power that comes from, um, you know, being a God's chosen people and the Lord uh, bestowing that kind of power on you because you're a representative of Yahweh, a steward, uh, an ambassador. So them seeing our people, one, starting to question in in, uh, Salakia. <clears throat> and um, they're also seeing our people uh, turn away from all these demonic holidays. These people are losing a lot of money. Just think every brother or sister out there that uh, stopped celebrating these wicked holidays. Just think before you came into truth how much money you were spending on Christmas. You're buying all them gifts. And a, and a lot of people, they were ungrateful. You would buy them stuff, and, and uh, you know, you might have bought something, you know, work overtime or use some of your money that you saved up. And you went out your way, and you gave them gifts, and, and it was like you felt like it wasn't reciprocated. You know what I'm saying? Not not saying that when you give, you got to get something back, but that's the whole point of Christmas. Gift giving, you know. But that's not our culture. That's not our heritage in that sense. Because Hanukkah, Hanukkah, which is coming up, that's a, a holy day of gift giving. The Most High covers everything, like, all the stuff that our people look for in this society, we already have it. You know what I'm saying? Like the Lord punished us because our nation wanted to be like the heathens, but we had it all. So now our people are, are realizing the game that these people are playing. You know, they're, they're worried, man. They're, these people are actually... Uh, you know, of course they're plotting, and of course they're um, behind the scenes, trying to trying to figure out how to get a handle on this. That's why they try to scare 
black people to to not talk about that by like all the stuff that these people are doing like like I mean like one man is 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 like is like ostracized from from society and brothers and sisters out there that are targeted we know about that we know about being ostracized but it's covertly you know hold on Good girl. Uh-uh. Go back. Go back after. Here. <laughs> right. All oh, that lapping. You can hear the dog lapping. But I uh had to. move her water bottle outside not water bottle but you know what I'm saying but like I was uh, uh, telling you uh, brothers and sisters out there that uh, the heavy handed uh, reaction that's going on uh, with uh, with how they're canceling the brother yay is 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 ridiculous they uh, <laughs> they had some uh SNL skit basically uh, you know mocking how Skechers had turned away yay you know from their offices which Skechers <laughs> I, I ain't gonna front I got a, I got a couple pair of stretchers uh, stretch, I said stretchers <laughs> I got a couple pair of, of Skechers you know you could call them old man shoes but nonetheless I mean they're comfortable man you know, they're, they're actually comfortable shoes, but here it is, you know, uh, Ye is um, trying to um, trying to get uh, a company to basically take on partnership with his uh, shoes. But people are, uh, you know, like I said, they're making fun, they're mocking, and, um, and it's, at, it's at the expense of this brother who is losing everything. You know, but the Bible go into how if you try to save your life or, or you know, basically save your material uh, possessions, you'll end up losing them. But if you lose it for your house namesake, you'll end up gaining everything back. Just like Job. Job had, um, he had lost it all, but he kept his integrity. That's why all this weirdo energy watching brothers you know that may speak certain parts of the truth and they start losing stuff and then people got this weirdo energy like they actually happy seeing brothers or or even sisters fail you know because this devil he gonna take everything away if you're in that industry they they uh went after lauren hill they basically Locked her up for tax evasion, man. These people, they 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 play dirty. You know, when you when you uh, expose the industry, you know, that's a that's a life and death situation. Look what happened with Michael Jackson. Look what happened with Prince. You know, all of these entertainers were 
were speaking on the same things that Ye is speaking on. All the crooked deals, the 360 deals that that are just ripping off our people. You talking about music and creative, uh, you know, um, what's, what's the word? Um, you know, your creativity. You know, all of that is being uh, siphoned. You know, all the millions and billions of dollars that's generated from your your music or whatever else that you've got out there. That That's not, um, you know, circulated within your uh, family throughout the generations where you can leave an inheritance. That's taken. It's, 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 it's taken over. So, so the Amalekites... The Jewish people, they're the ones that's, they got your publishing. You know what I'm saying? They got, you know, and I'm I'm saying in general, I'm not saying, you know, um, you know, specifically any brother out there or sister out there that may be in the, in the industry. But if you are, I mean, you know, why do you think the brother is speaking on the uh, crooked deals, the, the contracts, they're not right. You do all that work and create all that music and and you're doing all that touring and, and it, you got to stay touring. If you're not touring, uh, just like what, what happened with COVID, a lot of brothers, they were struggling. A lot of people, they were losing their houses, their cars was uh, being repoed and they were homeless and all the other stuff, man. People were real bad when COVID came in, you know, with, with the uh, lockdown. But them, the other nations, they were good because they was, they was getting royalties. So when you start to think in that mindset of owning things, and, and not to say that you should put your trust in that because... We're we're um we're just we're just temporarily here. This is not our rest, as the Bible tells us. Arise ye depart, this is not your rest. It is polluted, shall destroy you with a sore destruction. So don't get too comfortable here, you know, but nonetheless you gotta you gotta live here. You have to you have to provide for yourself and provide for your family. You have to Provide for your for your people, you know, circulating uh, business and networking, trade and barter. You got brothers or sisters out there that have, might have a specific skill or product, and by bartering, you could um, you could get something that you need, and, but you don't have it, and that might be a, a good idea you know create create a, a barter system within you know this ministry you know we we create a network you know because that's my you know this is an internet ministry you know we this is not a physical uh, ministries per se you know we can share our ideas we can share our our you know our um networks you know no no more different than um, 
eBay or or what's that Amazon but just like on a smaller scale being able to buy or sell from each other trade and barter and come up with a way uh, that will you know assist you you know we can assist each other we got to start thinking like that because all the other nations they got they got it you know we can't be you know of course you know we can uh we can feel a certain way about these nations taking on our identity but at the same time these nations they're actually taking biblical principles that's meant for us and they're using it to their advantage so how how can we get mad uh in that sense where if if we're not keeping the law statutes and commandments if we're not uh exhibiting those law statutes and commandments with one another then we can't get mad at the other nations for using our book and being able to uh prosper because with keeping the law statutes and commandments being charitable showing mercy you know gratitude you know going into the fruits of the spirit all of that is blessings that come from that now you we're going to still be persecuted. We're still going to go through hell. But those are the ones that, you know, that persecution bring forth the peaceable fruits. So let me go back to what I was speaking on about, you know, the, the plot. I kind of went on a tangent, but I wanted to go back to... Um, what the brother Ye was saying about the uh, abortions. It's a very hot topic now. You have uh, politicians that's actually pushing abortions, uh, black politicians, and that's nothing new. So I want to read out of um, this uh, book. It's called uh, The Negro Project. See, before it's called uh, Planned Parenthood. It's actually called the Negro Project. Margaret Sanger, she she was a, a a so-called white woman that created the Negro Project. You go into her history. I think her you know her mom had a whole bunch of um, children, and a lot of her siblings died from you know her mom having complications uh, through childbirth, especially like in a turn in the century, you know, early 1900s, a lot of women, uh, they either died or their children were stillborn, you know, they died from um, whatever complications that they had, you know. So with her growing up in that kind of situation, she kind of took on this whole thing about family planning and, and, uh, and so instead of focusing on, you know, her nationality, her race, she started to focus and basically target black uh, families. She was really jealous that black people could have a lot of, they could have a large family. And then also she was... um resentful that black people were religious 
you know, a lot of black people or, you know, Christians. So she she had a like a vendetta. And so she came up with the Negro Project under family planning. And that whole family planning was a disguise to get black women to abort their children. So now, even today in 2022, millions of black children are being aborted. And it's all a conspiracy. It's all a plot. It's all a plan. It's genocide, like the brother said. Genocide, you know, basically trying to wipe a, a nation off the planet. So this book, you know, starting at page 24, I'm going to read some of it. So it says, um, let's see. Let's actually start at um, where it says, never mind that this right can be found nowhere in this document. Sanger is memorialized by having several public buildings named after her. See, Margaret Sanger, she was a eugenist. She was actually a eugenist where eugenists, they actually believe that there are certain people that shouldn't be born on, you know, on the earth. You know, eugenists, they, they always into that mindset of having a pure race. You know, Hitler was uh, experimenting, having this German scientist, which half the German scientists came over here to America doing Project Paperclip. The German scientists that were in the eugenics and uh, jet propulsion, you know, uh, that was the, you know, the scientists, they were the forerunners who created the atomic bomb. These people were into, like, you know, making the perfect genetic species. So anybody that was considered feeble-minded or retarded or dwarfs or people that had deformities, they were considered, uh, you know, uh, inferior. And that's how the eugenists uh, view black people as inferior through that whole Darwinism. goes on to say um, and every year since her passing Planned Parenthood ostensibly a um, a woman's health organization but which which in reality is the nation's largest private abortion provider with 540.6 million in tax money flowing into the, its coffers in 2013 so Planned Parenthood is considered a woman's health organization but really it's a private abortion provider and who you think they target they target Negroes Latinos and Native Americans because a lot of those abortion clinics are in black areas or you know basically on the um, the you know the uh, the state line or whatever like that or, you know, when I say, or the city line, because you have certain areas and cities where you got one block and it's Negroes, and then after that is uh, so-called white people's uh, blocks, you know. 
in Kansas City, uh, you you have that. It's a very clear uh, distinction. Like one minute you're <laughs> you're in a you're in a um, Esau's area. You know, it starts to get nicer. They got museums and and all that. And then you go, you know, in one other opposite direction. Then you you're heading you're heading towards the hood. Let's see. Already, so that's a lot of money. That's all taxpayer money going to this um, private organization that's built off targeting black people to get black females to abort their children and actually kill their children. That's what it is. It's murder. There's no other way around it. Abortion is murder. You know, and some of you sisters out there who may have had abortions, you know, you, you have to repent, you know, and some of you, some of you may have repented, but if you haven't, you have to repent to the Lord. You know, you have to ask the Lord for forgiveness for, um, you know, whatever situation that you were in. There, there are different reasons why women uh, do get abortions but nonetheless it's still a it's still a human uh, being and no nobody have the right to take that human being because of an inconvenience or anything like that it says issues is margaret sanger award the maggie as it is sometimes called is presented to those individuals of distinction in recognition of excellence and leadership in furthering reproductive health and reproductive rights. I was listening to um, a uh, clip on one of the social media sites. It was uh, Martin Luther King's niece. I think her name is Alveda. I think it was, I think it's uh, his niece. And she was talking about how um, Martin Luther King he actually got one of those awards, one of those Planned Parenthood awards, the Maggie. And back then, Margaret Sanger, she was alive, so she was pushing Negro leaders. She was actually doing a lot of very undermining, sneaky stuff, using the black leaders to push her agenda under family planning. So they used... Or she used Negro pastors, leaders, politicians to push the whole, you know, um, family planning. But, you know, I was just going until, you know, she was speaking on how she got or her uh, uncle, Martin Luther King, got an award. And she said he didn't go to the uh, to the war ceremony. They gave him a war, but I guess uh, he, he uh, you know, just chose not to go because anybody who so-called call themselves a civil civil rights leader, he should know that, or he should have knew, which I'm assuming he did, that that that's, uh, that's another form of, of white supremacy, you know, through, through abortions, trying to get you to... Um, you know, basically cull or tailor the population. 
Alrighty. It says, um, It is often pointed out by her adherents that Sanger herself was opposed to abortion because she considered it taken of a life. This may be true as far as it goes, but but if she, but if such is the case, why then is Planned Parenthood performing procedures she herself found to be reprehensible? And why is it that so many black ministers, politicians, business leaders, media representatives, etc., are so supportive of the goals of Planned Parenthood? You had uh, recently the um, politician, uh, what's her name, Stacey Abrams. She's uh, pushing uh, abortions. You know, she's actually, um, you know, uh, campaigning. And that's one of the topics because, you know, you have the whole, I think it's um, the, the law about, you know, women getting abortions that was, I, I, I'm not really too uh, versed on it. I kind of went into it a little bit. How let me let me uh, just do a little research. I think that's the Roe versus Wade, and so it's now where certain certain uh, cities or states where they're not doing those abortions. So you got a lot of women out there that call themselves a uh, pro-choice but it's really a lot of black women Latino women are the ones that's actually going into those abortion clinics but yeah it's a uh, Roe Ro versus uh, Wade it says legal abortions fell around 6% in two months after the end of Roe so there's a there's a um a drop in legal legal abortions. It says uh, uh, Oregon abortions up 18% after Roe versus Wade overturned. So I guess because it's certain states that are allowing abortions and then other ones that's not. But nonetheless, she is uh, pushing abortions. And it, it's a statement that she had made that she... It says, uh, this is basically her comment. It says, having children is why you're worried about rising prices. So she's equating the economy to it's too many uh, children being born, you know, gas prices. So this is um, one of the I believe, quote, she might have said, it says, having having children is why you're worried about your gas or price for gas. It's why you're concerned about how much food costs for women. This is not a reproductive issue. So she's basically saying that because there's too many children being born, gas and the economy is being affected. You know? And that's not directed towards anybody other than so-called Negroes, Latinos, and Native Americans. Because in in the so-called white communities, they actually have fertility clinics. They're actually trying to uh, 
you know, uh, increase their population. So let me continue reading this book, and I want to get some scriptures before uh, the um, end of the hour. But just going to show you that the uh, politicians, the leaders, the Negro leaders, you had a whole bunch of Negro leaders during that early part of uh, the century that was being used to um, to spread that whole family planning in their pulpits. You had pastors that was actually being used. It says Margaret Sanger. Let's see. Yeah, Margaret Sanger is in many ways the patron saint of birth control and abortion, largely due to the fact that very few of those who knew better have either the inclination or the will to take a good look at this woman and what she came to re re uh, represent. So she was very sneaky, man. She was very cunning and crafty. She knew how to word things to get people to go along with an agenda that actually was working against their own people. And they're still doing it, man. They're actually still doing it. That's why a lot of you Jakes out there that's going along with cancel culture, you don't realize that they're going to try to cancel all of us. So why feed into their hands? Okay. Let's see. It says, a culture of death that, that pervades seemingly every aspect of our society. This is especially true of too many of the so-called black leaders, too many of whom are too often willfully blind to the racist eugenic agenda that drove Sanger and their disciples. The same people who rightfully condemn the actions of the Ku Klux Klan say nothing of the fact that this woman, Margaret Sanger, not only had direct dealings with this group. See, Margaret Sanger, uh, she was a eugenist, but she was a, a racist. Which is, you know, really, if you really think about it, it is when when people are eugenists, they're actually racist because they actually believe that that one race of people, specifically black folks, are inferior that need to be, um, you know, their population need to be tailored. As she said, that black people are like weeds that needed to be exterminated. That's that's roughly her quote. So this is the woman that created Planned Parenthood called the Negro Project, where she said black folks are like weeds that needed to be exterminated or terminated. And that organization is uh, still being funded by the by taxpayers. And the the Negro leaders and the the churches, you know, the pastors. Uh, they go to those different events and they don't they don't realize that they're being used. Because you don't really hear 
a lot of black pastors, at least I haven't, a lot of black pastors don't really go into speaking about abortions. Hell yes, some of them, they actually spoke in favor of them. But I've really never seen anybody, even in the so-called conscious community, a lot of people other than Hebrews and maybe a few other um, brothers out there, you don't really hear too many people talking about it, even the so-called most conscious people. They're so focused on the system of white supremacy, which is which is a, a main focus. They're not even looking within, you know, within ourselves as a people and what we could do to better ourselves. Going back to the accountability, man. That's why the Lord said that we have to examine ourselves. Once our people start really looking within, which I'm, I'm, you know, seeing that. A lot of our people, since this information, since a lot of our people are having this revelation of their identity, you know, the lost sheep that's now found, they're hearing the voice of the lamb, Yahweh Shai, they're, 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 um, they're having those, you know, those conversations within themselves to, to be better people, man, to be better brothers, you sisters out there to be better sisters, you know, to love your people and to, to love yourself. Because you can't love anybody else if you don't love yourself, you know. All righty. It says the same people <clears throat> who rightfully condemn <clears throat> the actions of the KKK, Ku Klux Klan, say nothing to the fact that this woman not only had direct dealings with this group, she put, as we have seen in these pages, avowed races of the board of directors of her American Birth Control League. They ignore the fact that she was an avid supporter of Malthusian eugenics and social Darwinism. Darwinism is going into that, you know, you know, species, you know, the, um, what's that, uh, what's the word, uh, some, so something selection, natural selection or something like that, going, you know, basically, you know, the, the, the weak or, or weeded out, you know, the, um, the, the, um, the deformed or the, you know, people with uh, with poor genetics, you know, like the, the superior genetics that take over. That's where all that BS come from. But in reality, the Bible say that we're stronger than them. One people shall be stronger than the other. So really, genetically, the Edomites are actually uh, inferior. You know, to have a uh, color eyes, that's recessive. But you see how, as the Bible say, that the whole world is out of course. So they look at us like we're inferior, but in reality, we're genetically stronger. That's a fact, man. That's science, man. They'll tell they'll tell you that in their science reports or they they uh, 
their scientific papers. It says, and they gloss over or refuse to acknowledge that she was an anti-religious bigot. She was against Christians. She she um she hated uh, people for their faith, and that's why she targeted black folks who belittle people of faith for their beliefs regarding charity and sanctity of unborn human life. So she actually hated uh, people that regarded, um, you know, the, the Christian beliefs of charity. She looked down on people that, um, that were given, you know, like, uh, you know, uh, handouts, you know, like whether it be food, you know, like she would actually look down on brothers, you know, or sisters out there that that get donated food. You know how um, wicked that is that you would actually hate somebody that's actually receiving something, you know, like charity. There's a lot of, uh, you know, food banks out there that feed a lot of people, but she looked at it as if it was something really bad. She 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 thought it was like, you know, uh, a weakness of society that people actually had, you know, like she looked at it as like people were dependent on other people. It says they recoiled at the thought at the atrocities of the Holocaust, so many of which were committed in the name of improving the human race could um, could have take taken place in such an enlightened nation as Germany and Germany actually got their that whole mindset of the you know the perfect race the you know improving the race they got it from America all of that eugenic stuff that that came out of the United States of America it says yet at the same time they ignore or far worse even endorse the holocaust taking place right there Right now in the land of the free. Sanger, let me read that again. It says, they ignore or far more, far worse, even endorse the Holocaust taking place right here, right now in the land of the free. <laughs> hey, that's what the brother said. He said a, a Holocaust is happening right here. Just like when, um, what's his name? I think it was, was it Lex Friedman? It was one of those, um, I think it was, it, I forgot who interviewed the brother Ye, but it, it was somebody that wanted him to visit a, a, a Jewish Holocaust, you know, like museum. And um, because of his so-called anti-Semitic uh, statements or comments. And the brother, he was like, well, why don't you visit our Holocaust is still going on now, which is Planned Parenthood. So it's, you know, it's just something that even in this book is talking about the, it's a, a Holocaust, even endorsed the Holocaust taking place right now, you know. So he's going into the hypocrisy of how can you speak about the atrocities of the uh, Jewish Holocaust, but at the same time endorse a Holocaust that's still happening in a land of the free here in America. It says Sanger herself supposedly condemned the actions of Hitler's regime. 
So she actually condemned Hitler's regime, but then had no problem with spearheading the Holocaust that would kill millions of black babies. This is probably because she saw them as the negative variety of eugenics. That's how these uh, Edomites do. That's like the the uh, white supremacists and a white extremist. See, the white supremacists, they're refined. Those are the Democrats. Those are the ones that make laws and uh, will go to uh, black churches and and uh, pander for votes and they'll dance and, and uh, you know, use a bonics and get people to go along with it to get their votes. But then you have the white extremists that are the ones that are, you know, they let you know that they don't like black people and at times they get violent. So the refined eugenists um, uh, are the ones like Margaret Sanger and the ones that's pushing all of these uh, abortions. But then you have the, the negative eugenist of, you know, say Adolf Hitler that was, you know, and of course, you know, there's a lot of controversy on how that whole situation happened and if it went down the way that it did. But just say for argument's sake, it did go down. That would be a negative form of eugenics or eugenics, you know, where they just openly going out and and genociding uh, a group or population by force. See, that's unrefined uh, to the system of uh, Edomite supremacy, you know, because the whole key is to get you to not believe that what's happening is actually not happening. Happening, just like with this whole cancel culture, they don't want you to believe that it's an actual uh, Jewish, uh, you know, group of people working behind the scenes. But they they let you know openly. What's his name? Uh, um, Ari Emanuel making that post and telling all those industry executives to um, to cancel, yay, and not do no business. They, I just read online that that the brother has five streams of income, you know, one is through music and then his his fashion and I guess the other ones his tech stuff. They said out of all five, four are completely shut off. That's economic dep- deprivation. That's that's economic uh, warfare. They're trying to drive this brother poor. And that's an, by seeing something like that, this should spark something in your mind and your spirit that, hey, uh, we're all in this together. We got to, you know, his situation is his situation, but everybody got their own different situation. So if it's a if it's a few of you, you know, you know, uh, y'all are. um in, a, in y'all community and y'all start building, you know, putting things together to 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 help each other, you know, y'all, y'all create a, a trade and barter. You might be into, uh, you know, livestock, you know, you have you have cattle, you know, you get one slaughtered and then you can trade with someone, you know, you got, you know, beef or whatever like that, but someone else might have something else that you need. That's the kind of things that we got to get into as a people. We were always like that before all of this, you know, going down and um, 
in Babylon the Great. But nonetheless, uh, these people, uh, they, they want us off this earth. And they've been plotting for a long time, man. This is in a turn, turn of the century. And they've been running that same game on our people to this date. Got, got rappers, black women twerking, man. Tom, talking about aborting their children. Alrighty. It says, um, while her brand was of a positive nature, but the facts remain that the practices of eugenics itself was evil. It is evil, and it remains so. It's still evil. And even after all these years, regardless of intent. It's a very evil program, you know, with what's happening. You know, you can actually liken her to all of those uh, evil uh, dictators like, you know, like they say, Stalin, Mao, Hitler. Hell, she, she right up there with him. Because, you know, what I mean, untold uh, births that were terminated. Those spirits were sent right back up to the Heavenly Father. Let me, uh, let's see if I got some time. I read in, um, in the book of Exodus chapter one. Ain't nothing new under the sun as, as, uh, you know, we understand and know. So let me read this right quick. This is, uh, this is the book of Exodus chapter one, verse 11 says, therefore they did set over them, or Salakia. Okay, let's go to six of one and six or seven. Actually, it says, and the children of Israel were, fru were fruitful and, and, and increased abundantly and multiplied and waxed exceedingly mighty. And the land was filled with them. Now there arose a new king over Egypt, which knew not Joseph. It says, and he said unto this people, behold, the people, the children of Israel are more and mightier then we come on, let us deal with them. Why let us deal wisely with them, lest they multiply and it come to pass that when there falleth out any war, they come, they join, they join also unto our enemies and fight against us. And so get them up out of the land. So the Pharaoh, he was concerned that the Israelites were growing in population and eventually they would side with the um, the enemies of Egypt. Bible says um, that, um, again, there's nothing new under the sun. The things that were written aforetime were written for our learning. So the same mindset is with these people. We, we are more in population. It's way more black people than what they say. I always want to diminish our numbers, but we're not supposed to number Israel in the first place. But nonetheless, they are working to decrease our population. You know, it's all uh, population control. So other than that, I hope this was uh, edifying to you brothers and sisters out there. I say Shalom.